0: My first uh, two responses to the, especially the gospel today is, OMG, if I hear about one more miracle birth, I'm going to go crazy. But the other side is, OMG, wow, another amazing miracle birth. Uh, We we get a bunch of them. uh, I mean, we get it told again and again until we arrive at Christmas itself. And uh, you know the miraculous and grace-filled stuff going on is is wonderful, and in this particular passage today, when um, um, I mean it's it's amazing. The neighbors come; these these Matici, busybody neighbors come and say, uh, "What's his name going to be?" Thinking it'll be Zechariah after his daddy, he says, and she says it'll be named John. But you, you can't you can't name your son John. There's no one in your family named John. No, you can't. So they walk away from her and go to Zechariah and write down to him, what's his name going to be? And then he writes John. And they're all amazed. Um, That may not sound like a whole bunch, but when we put it all together, what happened to bring this older woman who had never had a child, she was barren, that's the curse, the curse in those days, never had a child, and then in her old age, not only does she have a child, But the one that Jesus will say in another place in the scriptures, of all the men ever born in this world, ever born, he's the greatest. So this miraculous and wonderful and grace-filled story um, that produces for us John the Baptist that produces for us the great prophet who would be the one to point to Jesus. And again, all the Gospels are mixed, but in John he says, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is who we celebrate. This is the grace that uh, we trip over on our way to landing on the great feast of Christmas tomorrow night and Friday. But when we couple this with the reading from Malachi, um. It's a, it, again, is a, g- a great passage. God is speaking and says, I, Lo, I send my messenger. And he says, When I send my messenger, he's, he's going to refine and he's going to, you know, purify. How do you purify gold and silver? You put it through the fire, you heat it up and drive out all of the impurities. So get ready because my messenger, he's going to shake things up. And, uh, And the real reason is because if you think he shakes things up, wait till I come on the scene. And when God comes on the scene, we can always expect the unexpected. When God comes on the scene, we can always expect our lives to be turned inside out and upside down. This is what the Word of God tells us. But this passage was just so striking and beautiful to me. He says, then, he says, lo, I will send you Elijah the prophet. Before the day of the Lord comes, the great and terrible day, great and terrible, like looking at God's face, it's awful. We can't do it. It's too much. But he says, I will send Elijah before that great and terrible day. And this is the reason. This is what I want him to do. This is what he must do. Turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of their children to their father. And let me add to that. Turn the hearts of their mothers to their children and the hearts of the children to their mothers. He, Elijah, will come and do his prophetic work in such a skillful way and a grace-filled way that lives will be changed, families will be changed, households will be changed. People who were hard-hearted and stubborn and distant and away from one another will come and, and renew themselves. And he says, that better happen, lest I have to come and strike doom. You know, uh, the language of the scriptures is always so um, difficult, especially when we're talking about this wrath of God. Um, and the Jews, of course, they, they had a... Uh, they they didn't have, like what we have, separation of church and state in our country, and, and this is um, something we hold very dear because it allows religion to be free. But for the Jews there was no other thing than religion religion and law the law of god everything everything came from god and was touched by god and so when they saw evil and bad happen um, they said that you know this is the wrath of god working in us because we've turned away from god It's a very simplistic way of looking at things but in another way when we look at what happens in the world? For example, um, yeah, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Uh, I, I read a beautiful thing in the LA Times this morning. Um, and I, I can't remember the name of the uh, person who wrote it, my editorial. But he said, um, he used that phrase, we're going to agree to disagree. And he said, that's just rubbish, agree to disagree. That, that means nothing. If you agree to disagree, that means there's no point. Who cares? You're right. I'm right. You're wrong. I'm wrong. Everybody's right and wrong. But what he suggested is, and I've heard this many times during this COVID, is um, we must we must agree on the facts, not the interpretation, but the facts. Here's one. We're celebrating in December, and it will be cold every day that we celebrate, most likely. That's a fact. Because it's, it's time of the year. This is the weather. We're going to be somewhere between 60, if we're lucky, and 75. And probably just under 70 every day. That's a fact. But... If we go to interpret that and say, "But you know, we can be comfortable. We can wear some coats, and we can, uh, we can't cuddle up unless you're married to each other and and uh, you're from the same household." But we can adapt. We could put out heaters. We can get through this month. Now that stuff you can fight about. But the fact is, the weather is the weather, and that's it. The fact is, when we don't pay attention to God in our lives, and we get distant from and i mean uh god for all kinds of people the our god the our father and creator uh, the god of other religions a god who might be a rock for some tribe and somewhere in the world but when we get far away from our god and when we get distant from our own hearts when we're not listening to our hearts because our hearts know what to do they do our hearts you know um just saturated with humanness and with caring and love. When we listen to that, we do well. And when we don't, doom comes. The Lord strikes us. Not, I don't know, the Lord does, but but in that way of speaking. So as we come close to Christmas, Malachi says it so beautifully. You know, all of the prophecies, everything that God wants us to know should turn fathers and mothers to their children, children to their fathers and mothers, brothers and sisters to one another, everybody to care about one another because that is when this world, all of us, are in great harmony with our God.